Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Kiemo Tonal Mai Koto Katoa coming up on the program with Chicken to the Fakatani with, with the Fakatani Mayor uh, and the latest on the weather. Uh, there, that just after four, and in a shock move, Customs Minister Mika Faitiri has confirmed that she has quit Labour ahead of the upcoming election. Uh, she'll remain uh, an MP as an independent, the latest on that just after four. Australia is to heavily regulate vaping and made pharmacy only under new rules. We talk about that. Uh, Australia Health Minister Mark Butler said vaping had become the number one behavioural issue in schools and a growing issue in primary schools. Do you vape? 2101 to text. National says we need more infrastructure around EVs and more people to make the change. Well, we do have the EV infrastructure upgrade story for you today, so listen up at 4.35. Coca-Cola accused of greenwashing by changing Sprite bottles from green to clear, and vaping's not the only thing that Australia's clamping down on. Carver is another thing, but New Zealand is not following suit. We talk about that later in the programme. With me this afternoon, Connor English, Chairman of Agribusiness NZ, former Head of Fed Farmers. Connor, welcome. G'day, how are you? Very well, Connor. Also today, Verity Johnson, columnist and co-owner of Club Burlesque, which I understand is New Zealand's first burlesque club. Uh, Verity, hello. Kia ora. Thank you for having me. All right, lovely to have you both in, Verity and Connor. Now, this is lovely. With Formula One around the world exploding thanks to Drive to Survive, FIFA Women's World Cup coming to our shores, New Zealand rugby has re-signed Ruby Tui, but why aren't we hearing more about croquet? So let the panel put that right. One New Plymouth club wants to revitalise this great, great sport. With us is the West End Croquet's club president, Margaret Dobbin. Margaret, lovely to have you on the panel. Thank you, Wallace. I saw this on TVNZ, I think it was last night. How did you first get into croquet, Margaret? Um, In 2014, when I retired, I was a principal of a school and I was looking for things to do um, to fill in my time and um, I had a little sort of bucket list before I retired of the things I'd like to do and golf croquet was one of them. Up there for everybody, isn't it? How long has the West End Club been running? Uh, As an aside note, what a beautiful view it has. Oh, it's a million dollar view, yes, all over New Plymouth. So how long has the club been going for? Um, It opened in 1925. Oh wow! So this is this is historic. I'll get to our panelists, our wonderful panelists, Margaret. We'll see if they've uh, uh, hit a ball uh, with a croquet bat. But the thing about it is that it really doesn't get as much attention as things like Formula One or lawn bowls, does it? It, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And we do have, um, you know, the worlds here in New Zealand. We have top, you know, tournaments. And we have to watch, they have just had the under-21s tournament, we watch it on YouTube. Yes. We can't sit and watch it, you know, on the usual sports programmes. Yeah, should, should be oh. live to wear, should be live to wear, terrestrial. Mm. Verity Johnson, croquet, talk to me about it. 
<laughs> Kia ora, Margaret. Um, I Kia love ora. hearing you talking about it. I have very fond memories of being about seven or eight and my grandma very drunkenly teaching me how to play croquet in the <laughs> afternoons. <laughs> she would always have like a whiskey at 2pm and then she would take me outside, head to the back garden and set up the croquet field. Um, until, unfortunately, I once knocked out my brother with a croquet mallet by accident. By oh, accident no. on oh, purpose. Dear. Yes. Have you ever had any life-threatening accidents while playing, Margaret? No, I haven't. No. Oh, pity. <laughs> so you've hit the ball there, Verity. Connor English. Uh, I think I have hit a ball uh, with a croquet um, mallet or bat or whatever you, whatever you call yeah. them. Um, but I've never actually played a game. I've hit it sort of through the cricket wicket things um, that you have, so I wouldn't have any knowledge of the rules or anything. Um, but, yeah, against Formula One, I, I must confess I'm... <laughs> Probably a wee bit more interested in the Formula One, uh, mainly because right. it does go a bit faster. Oh. It does. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You've got some pretty good. Um, you've got some pretty good um, uh, Hammett uh, batters in uh, the West End well, Croquet Club, don't you, there, Margaret? Yes. Exactly. I, d- I don't think Max Verstappen uh, would be a good man to have on the croquet mallet. I, I think, think Max Verstappen would be really good at croquet. <laughs> I don't know about him. Maybe but is it, Margaret? Is it, a, is it a royal sport? I feel there's something very royal about it. Yes, you you do find photos of the royal family playing croquet. Yes. Okay, so there's a fairly sizable audience here on the panel, up and down the country, including in uh, the wonderful New Plymouth. How can people come along and be part of the croquet family? Oh, right. Um, Anyone is welcome along. And when they first come along, just to have a try, um, they um, can come along three days uh, for free and they'll be introduced to the game. And I have a special booklet I make update each year, which is for new to croquet players, so it gives you all the basic things about croquet. And then after um, the three free times, they can carry, if they're still keen, they can carry on, and they just play green fees of $5 when they come along. And then if they decide, they, yes, we do want to join, they apply. There's an application form which goes through the committee. And then when they're accepted, any green fees they've paid comes off their annual sub. Easy as that. I just realised, I'm actually assuming uh, for those who have never heard of croquet but have heard lawn bowls, um, we're assuming a lot. Tell us what croquet is. You've got this big stick, you put it between your legs and you just go for it, don't you? <laughs> well, um, but, yeah, it's a bit more difficult than that. <laughs> There's actually two games of croquet. There's an association croquet that's been going for years. So when West End first started, it was only association croquet, but they played golf croquet just as a fun game. But nowadays, we only play golf croquet at West End Croquet Club, and which is a lot quicker. It uh, game oh. takes 45 minutes to an hour, where association croquet can go up to four hours. Oh, yeah, that's not good enough. Yeah, so a little bit more exciting here, Verity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, this is like the, the 2020 version of croquet, clearly. Mm. Hey, uh, Margaret, I'm just curious. What's the average age of the person who plays? Because like I had this thing a while ago where lawn bowls had a renaissance between like 18 to 24-year-olds taking it up as a sport. Has that I... happened in croquet? Um, yes, and in, in croquet in New Zealand, there are young players. They've just had the under twenty one um, worlds in, in, at the Mount. Um, yeah. So there, you know, there are the younger players, but we are always wanting more to 
comes through. Um, the local Taranaki Secondary School Sports Association, they have a come and try day where they contact the secondary schools in the area to come along. We held it at our club this year and um, and that's trying to get um, you know secondary school age involved with the sport as well. So, you know, I mean, our club is a majority of older people who have retired. Um, but, you know, we have had younger members um, yep. and we had um, Felix Webby, you might have heard of him. He's a top New Zealand um, croquet player. He started playing at West End Croquet Club. It would be it's very a... social, wouldn't it? Oh, very social, yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, very competitive too. <laughs> yeah, someone says our neighbours used to play croquet drunk late at night. It was apparently lots of fun and very raucous. <laughs> we don't endorse that sort of behaviour here, Margaret, but I'm just reading out a text. But it's a... It's, <laughs> <laughs> we play. We've always played croquet at home too. Our, That's right. Our yeah. big family has too. But this is a reminder, isn't it, that actually uh, on, a, on a on a fairly serious note that um, codes can come in and out. And lawn bowls has undergone somewhat of a renaissance, hasn't it? It has brought in younger people. So yes. if it can happen for lawn bowls, it can certainly happen for croquet. That's right. Yes. Good yeah. on you. And 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 it needs. They need to um, be exposed to it because there's a lot of um, like students in high school, you know, who just don't know what sort of sport or don't want to play a sport where this may just appeal to them. Absolutely. I love it. Very good, Margaret. Thank you for explaining the world of croquet. That's all right. Now, that's the West End Croquet's Club president, Margaret Dobbins. So uh, you don't have to be in New Plymouth, but this uh, uh, club is in New Plymouth. Go along and just have a go and see uh, what it's like. You've got that big... Uh, well, mallet. Mallet. Yes, it's a mallet. Yes. And, and you take it away. And they're different colours. Okay, it is time for that moment of the show where uh, they've uh, thought all day about this. It's speaking from the heart. <laughs> it's actually really powerful stuff. Uh, and it's called I've Been Thinking. And Verity Johnson is going to take it away. Prepare yourself. Aotearoa. Verity. Brace for impact. Here we go. <laughs> Deep breath, everyone. No, I was just thinking how, obviously, the coronation is tomorrow, isn't it? The 7th? Um, I think it's the 7th. And that's not tomorrow. That's on Sunday. My God, you can tell my maths here is awful. Um, but it's coming up this week, obviously. And everyone, in uh, my feeling, in my circles, everyone could not care less about it. And I was just wondering um, what the general mood of the country is. Because personally, I've been feeling like I really don't care. And like seeing the coronation coming in, I'm like, hmm. I used to really love the Queen. Now I'm naturally for the first time considering whether I would actually want New Zealand to be a republic. You're serious? Yeah, deadly serious. Talk of New Zealand. Do you agree with Verity or do you not? Is this something significant in our lives of which you will lap up every single moment? Or are you just easy ozy on the issue like Verity? Yeah, I mean, like, I think it was, they did a poll in the UK about who was actually excited, and the overwhelming majority, I think it was like 56% of people, and then another 20% on top of that, said they either didn't really care, or were only, like, mildly interested in the upcoming coronation. So, like, royal apathy is at an all-time high. Connor, what's your thoughts on that, before you get into yours? Uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm an Irishman by background. Uh, I'm pretty relaxed about whether we're a... a uh, you know, a, a republic or not, I'd be relaxed about it. Is there nothing? Is there nothing that makes your spirit soar? Is there nothing of the pomp and ceremony <laughs> and of the 
of the hundreds of years, thousands <laughs> well, of years of tradition, both of you, really, honestly. Well, no. they do they do a very good job of it, don't they? In Not terms really. of well, I think you know, like the the Queen's burial in her seventy fifth, uh, I think they did a great job of putting on a spectacle for for the public. I think the you know what great dramas. What's that? Sorry, I, I brought me to tears. I couldn't believe it. Really? I couldn't. I couldn't believe I was just experiencing and witnessing history. Is that how you felt? Large. You? Oh yeah. Wow. No, I. I. I mean, and I, and I say this as the British person on this panel. Originally, I just sort of didn't. Just didn't even register. I mean, I. I guess like I probably liked the monarchy under Queen Elizabeth in the sense that I really admired her sense of commitments and duty and the idea of like um, serving something greater than yourself. I admit I liked that. But the thing about King Charles is that I was of the era that grew up with all of these narratives about him, and he's sort of like not particularly popular in Britain. So like that's how I grew. Oh, right. That's how I grew up seeing him. And now coming having him as a monarch, I'm like, cool. You couldn't. Give a toss. Okay, <laughs> Connor English, what uh, about you? I've been thinking. Well, look, I've actually been thinking about the importance of family gatherings and, and marking milestones in your family's life, uh, just like uh, Prince Charles is doing as he's you know celebrating his new job as king. Because uh, I think I think it's actually really important that um, you know you got to gather up and as a family and celebrate things, you know, whether they're big things or little things, you know, fiftieth, sixtieths, or weddings or whatever. Um, and, you know, when you look at what's happening over there, I mean, every family dynamic is different. Every family operates in its own way. But I think it's really not that helpful to have people either excluded or they exclude themselves. And that's the thing I think that's sad about the coronation is you've got a family and you've got uh, Meghan Markle there excluding herself and her children. And, you know, I just don't think that's a healthy, healthy thing for those kids going forward and I don't have yes. any idea of the circumstances how but can they how can they how can they reach across the bridge well, how can they make it up Connor if yeah, thing well I don't know I just think that you know a family that celebrates together stays together uh, I think it's a good thing to do and I don't think it bodes that well for for Megan and a bloke um, her separating herself out like that so I think it's true of every family it it is Fairly wild. Well, we can come back to that. How can we? Because Verity wants to say no. that. And every yeah. family listening will uh, understand the family politics because every family has some, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Verity they do. Johnson, Connor English on today's panel.